Yo, what's going on, Keys, Queens, and Phenomenal Beings? Welcome to another episode of the Fell Into Phenomenal Podcast. Ha, I didn't acknowledge the fact that it was recording. I intentionally did that. <laughs> I just said you just acknowledged it right now. <laughs> well, look, I had to let people know that I did do right. it. Yeah, that you did I'm do it. Right. Man. Hey, uh, good job. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Look, right. you got to celebrate yourself. You worry about other people celebrate. You got to celebrate yourself. Big Man, uh, I am uh, Coach T, re-entry specialist, mindset coach, whatever you want to call me. Just uh, talk to me nicely. It's it, it uh, down there too. DJ T and T. Well, yeah, for those of y'all who know me on that, that's who I am. <laughs> you really let that go, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the host. Uh, joined by my awesome co-host, uh, my brother in crime. <laughs> hey, <Tyler. Yeah. laughs> hey that, that big brother in crime for real. That, that, uh, yeah. And brother in Christ too. That's my little freestyle version. Absolutely, man. And what a transition. Yeah, go ahead and uh, talk to the people for a little bit. Let me respond to this text message because I don't know what's happening. Okay. What what's going on, people? Well, yeah. Uh Tangy, big co-host, brother. <laughs> brother Hill. That's uh, one of them other names that y'all probably know. <laughs> right. Yeah, y'all don't know. That's what I call her. To me, it's coach T to you, it's Tangy to me, baby. Oh, look, he get, look, let me take the range back. He telling people all my other names. It's, a, no, just <laughs> it's on my social media if you fool with me, man. Uh, but here we are. Another, an, uh, uh, another day uh, above ground. How are things? What, what, um, what's been up with you? Um, man, I don't even know how to describe it right now, but I, I'm not feeling too good about what transpired today. Uh, I, I, I did my little step further, supposedly. Took me a million steps backwards. What you talking about, man? You talking cryptic. What we talking about? I, I adjusted the printer to oh. do the inks and everything for it and put it in there. And I made a, I made a t-shirt with it yesterday. And the prints came out full but incomplete. I got the result of what I would get with the hack by using sublimation ink for a DTF hack, which uses sublimation ink for DTF paper and the powder, which what happens is with sublimation, it doesn't have the color white. So if you have white on your photo and you put it on a white t-shirt, that will be empty and the white will be what you see from the t-shirt. All right. That's that's the result I got for DTF ink and DTF paper though. I wasn't supposed to get that result. So it wasn't printing up the white. And come to find out today after I, I asked some questions about some people that I watch videos on that's that's mm-hmm. kind of good with it. And he was like, Did you do a test print? So I did a test print and it's coming out color is bad. But not to mention when I did it last night, the ink didn't look as vibrant. Look, as I, I, I got a question. Just because we're we talking about something a lot of people might not know what you're talking about. I mean, you are carrying on a conversation that we had offline. 
but you also for those of you who have watched previous episodes to know T is in 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 the t-shirt uh industry trying to work on his brand really but willing to do the work himself but just a question because I, I I don't think we ever talked about this and asked because just as we have our different goals there are different tactics and I know that I'm willing to do hands-on things like that but I mean I my my choice to be willing to learn how to screen print comes from my lack of capital the fact that you have the capital have you ever thought about just interest, investing in the design from a professional level and then outsourcing it to people who already have this particular knowledge you talk about for the logo for the logos or the print for the print for the print i mean yeah you will still outsource the the uh the design, I mean, just, but it does, it might, the outsourcing of the design is just having somebody professionally make it in, into whatever format they need it. Not that they will be starting from oh. scratch, but then you take that design to the actual printers who have already beat the learning curve that you have and just have them printed. Like, have you ever thought about that? I mean, cause I know, I mean, I'm in your, I'm in your business a little bit. You got the capital. <laughs> And you give me back for that name thing. Is that <laughs> I did think about it as far as like someone professionally doing like the design, but I didn't as far as doing the printing. Mm-hmm. I, I actually just found this out lately. I get a joy out of doing the printing. Okay, perfect. In a fulfillment, yeah. It may, like. Like I, that's how I almost forgot about our, our meetings. Cause mm-hmm. once I was called off from work, I'm like, man, I'm gonna turn this print on. Cause I get a whole new type of rush mm-hmm. in it that that kind of make me feel like it, I'm passionate about it. And it might wait, 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 wait though. It might just be the creating and building part because I enjoy doing or that as well. The problem solving. Or the problem solving. <laughs> Absolutely, because I do, I love to do that. Yeah. I love to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. So with that, and now, yeah, basically. So I didn't even think about that part. Mm. Um, I don't even think I would take that avenue, even though I do have the capital. Mm. I, I probably would do it if I get like some orders mm-hmm. that are kind of more drastic than what I am. I'm able to handle myself. Mm-hmm. Or even when it start flourishing, yeah, probably start doing that and probably link up, you know, get a whole little facility and, and a bunch of little uh, equipment and have somebody professionally that know how to do this and team up with them and get in that area when it comes to that education. Gotcha. Because that's what it is. Because like right now, I, I, I got to unplug my printer, I think. But one thing I found out is that I'm not getting the error that everybody is getting once it's clogged up and you, like, mess up the print here. So that's okay. why I'm like I don't I don't know how how to you know what I'm putting right now, but I hit a milestone right now. Okay, so, so you feeling that type of way because you you, you okay. haven't. Uh, so what would you describe this? Would you describe as a negative result, or like how would you describe what's happening and how you feel? Because this is this happens on a day to day basis, like these incidents or these 
uh, how you describe it as a step back. These are what happens on a day-to-day basis, and some people lose their mind or throw their hands up and revert, revert back to old uh, uh, um, behaviors and, and put themselves at risk of, of, of you know, repeating patterns. Yeah, ruining ruining their lives yeah. or hurting themselves, right. just not right. making the, the the good decisions. Because this is the thing: it's not that life won't happen. It's just we're learning how to manage ourselves in the midst of life happening. Right. So, yeah. So just if you could explain, like, how would you describe it? Like, what, what's your mentality of it? And, you know, how that got you feeling? And, and what, what's, what's your strategy strategy for working through it? It's twofold. I have a negative and a positive. The, the negative is, is the feelings, technically. On the what, what I feel, the feelings that I feel by it, um, it is a combination of discouragement and I'm gonna think I'm gonna just say just the discouragement part, um, more so of anything. Now that I'm I'm, I'm saying it aloud, first time speaking it is with you guys, but um, anyway, uh, because at that point I was like, man, I'm through. You know what I mean? But I see it as positive as well because this is how it's positive. For one, I'm forced to learn this that I need to know to prevent it from happening in the future, whereas I can be buying a whole nother printer. Because from what I hear with other people on seeing it, like one of the guys that I follow, even on Facebook, he's basically saying that the step that he took in order to unclog it was the last step that he'll normally take. And it's because it was a drastic situation where they got errors on it. They can't do nothing and all that. I'm not getting that. Really, my printer is still coming on. I can still set up everything. It's still, I don't have no errors or anything, but I'm just not getting any prints. The first one, it was low. So in that sense, I kind of see it in a positive way to be able to catch it right now. And to it not to be hurting me in the long run. To the point that it would really discourage me to be like, man, forget this all together and don't even want to do the brain all together. Because then that type of frustration will cause you, like you said, to go and know. And you just coming up with these thoughts right now. Uh, I do have an order that's coming up and say if I can't get this printer to work, it's going to work before the end up. But I'm just saying, out of speculation, say I couldn't get it to work right now, I could take that capital, like you're saying, and take it to somebody with these designs for that print for the long run, you know, in order for me to get what I need to make for that order. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So in that sense, that's how the positive way that I see it as. It's just like a learning experience, something that I can gain in the process while I'm doing it that I'm gonna need for the for the future. Because one of the thing is that they talk about like as you're dealing with these printers, like there's a consistent maintenance that you have to deal with it. You know, you have to keep it clean order than that or you're going to run into these type of recurrences so it's better to do it in a lightweight like this rather than doing it heavyweight where it costs me more and i just throw my hands up with it all together and then that throws away a whole bunch of other stuff okay. so. so look you talked a lot about uh in private not, not online i don't recall us having uh that conversation but uh you talked about implementing resilience to your tool belt to your arsenal um do you consider that to be a resilient moment absolutely (laughs) i do and i'm proud of myself thank you for recognizing that uh no i'm sorry that was the wrong word thank you for pointing that out 
because that gives me a whole different motivation and attitude towards the situation. Regardless of the fact I was going to continue to try to get it figured out and do it, but that's just my promise of it. So, you know, I, I saw a promise. That's what I do. But at the same time, it still keeps me attached to the dream, attached to the goal, and continuing to be motivated to be like, yeah, you can still do this. There's still hope. So thank you for that. And, and yeah, I definitely consider that because now I have to look at the situation as a whole instead of, and instead of how I feel. You know what I mean? Being discouraged and want to give up and quit. So this, like I said, I took one step further that was supposed to make me to be able to print on any type of shirt with any type of color, any type of way, and it's going to broaden my networking and also broaden my like customer base. Well, let's break them- that down. Let's, let's have a little fun with that. Let's have a little fun with that because you just talked about how basically kind of identified as feelings as just being a piece, a part of it. So if, if you don't mind, let, let's talk about it. Okay, the feelings being an indicator of what your discouragement is traced to what can you identify that because your feelings are indicated but i'm glad you didn't react off of your feelings and feed into it and throw your hands away but let's 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 talk about it why why would you feel discouraged trying something you've never tried before because it didn't work out the way i wanted to work out Mm, to be completely honest to be completely honest with you can't move too fast you can't move too fast that's a highlight because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. I just want to reiterate that. Go ahead. You need to reiterate that. Yeah. And then, and then on top of this, because I really wanted it to be smoothly and easy, breezy. Come and on, we all do. We all do. We all want it. Okay, that's real and that's honest. But I want to highlight something too that some people may not have in their life a certain parts in their journey you had some uh, information stored that you were able to implement that kind of gave you some sense of relief to keep moving forward or support from the previous videos. Okay, information changes situations. Imagine if you didn't have that information. What what do you what are, what are some things you think might have happened if you didn't have that previous information if you didn't if you weren't doing research and digging and trying to solve your problem prior to nine times out of ten I would have gave up I would have just probably said forget it because at that point something new that I'm trying and something new that's incurring that's challenging me in the midst of it I'm gonna feel like it's personal. And that it's not for me to do. So I'm like, okay, forget it and just move on. When all along is not, this is a part of the business. Like these are things that, that, that you come across when you do it, which is why it's good to do that type of uh, research and find out like, what are the the pros and the cons? Cause there's pros and cons to everything. So if you don't know that these are the things that you might incur, uh, that might occur in the midst of this, then you're like, oh man, Know what I mean? But when you do know that, you're just like, okay, well, I knew that it was a possibility that this was going to happen. Just like I know the possibility of me trying to do this head cleaning head thing that it's a possibility that it might not work and I might have to go get a whole new printer. So in, in that sense, it's like, are you willing to sacrifice that in order to do it? 
Well, yeah, because I got one of the cheapest printers anyway in order to do it and then had to convert and do the work in order to get it. But now one thing I can say is according to the results that I want, I no longer have to waste a significant amount of time I did since I had the computer. I mean, the printer, which was, it's been about, I ain't going to say a long time, but I'm just saying the time that I did trying to figure it out. I already know what I have to do and what I need to do in order to do it. If I do get the new print, I can go straight to it. Boom. Have it all done. Have everything that I need in order to keep the maintenance up, keep it clean, keep it operating, and printing what I need to print in order to make my orders as far as it. Got you. So what would you... Well, I guess we can classify your response. So we identified your feelings. We identified that you had some information stored and you didn't react to your feelings but responded to what what caused you to stay persistent in the midst of the the problem the vision really what is it the vision the vision okay yeah, yeah. the yeah. vision that's okay. it is i mean i see okay you already put my business out there so <laughs> <laughs> I know I have the capital, so it's not going to hurt as much okay. to take. And the reason why I'm saying this is because this is the things that I didn't know about failure. Mm -hmm. I feared failure. Mm -hmm. This is a failure right here. Mm -hmm. It might be a small one, but it's one mm -hmm. that causes a person to rejoice. But I have the capital. So mm -hmm. since I have the capital, I can learn from this mistake, which is not a failure. It's technically a lesson. Mm -hmm. To me, it just is just my perception of what failures are. So it's technically something that I can utilize. So since I do have the capital, all I have to do now is just not, it's not necessarily starting over, but just, you know, get another win and go along and keep going with the process to keep the vision going. Gotcha. You know what, I mean? what is this vision you're referring to? The brand. Come on. Okay. So, so that's, that's a part of your plan. It's a part of the plan. Part that's of your it. plan. That's part it's of your plan. So that's the big goal. goal. I, I'm building something yeah. with Terrence's name that I'm honored that I'm the CEO, the president, the co-founder, however you want to call it. And I'm only saying that because me personally, I know I'm limited in my resources. I'm limited in my education. I'm limited in my knowledge. And when I do finish building this brand and this corporation, I probably won't be the initial person running it all together. I'm going to get somebody else that's highly more qualified for it. You know what I mean? I build things. You know what I mean? I, I set trends. That's what I do. But I, I don't run them. I move on and go to the next one. You know? Well, yeah. Nah, I thought that, that resilience piece uh, was big and, and that uh, vision, uh, using that as a source to stay persistent, committed, and uh oh basically overcome the obstacle because now as you problem solve you have another tactic another strategy to implement and that was something that i wanted to say but I'm, it's, it's, it's 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 leaving me when it comes to oh okay so the persistence piece the basically implement a new strategy overcoming uh the obstacle per se uh do you personally feel because you describe it as motivation but i feel like 
it may be described as a personal notch or increase in the self-esteem or confidence area. Okay, I can see that. I mean, that's what resilience builds. I mean, it's new to me. No, well, this is what I'm saying. Well, because when it comes to resilience, um, we oh, di- I can see that. We differ in that space. Um, okay. And I had to put this out there for some people um, because just as you are naturally disciplined and I had to build discipline, I'm naturally resilient as you have to build it. Right. So I don't know if you noticed throughout our whole Absolutely. time knowing each other, I've always been confident. Absolutely. I've, I've never struggled with confidence because I've always had the resilience and knew that I could push <laughs> forward with anything. Like that's where we met heads at because <laughs> I was too. I was just yeah. confident in different areas yeah. with it, but but now well, I, but I, let's, let's 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 be real because I mean I have to dissect that because I think it might have been arrogant because that's what I'm saying. If you lack resilience, my guy, my guy, it was not confidence. It was pseudo confident at best. <laughs> at best, like okay. like that be real. Say, it was just arrogant because it, it you were was. good at something, right? I My confidence didn't matter the genre. Right. Right. Because okay. either I was going to learn Excel or I was already good at it. Right. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, I just, just wanted to kind of talk through that because, I mean, that, I that that's, that's go good. And I think it was very important because as, as, as you know, I kind of thought about it just those quick seconds. As far as you saying that that resilience, that situation causing that does build that confidence because in that that self esteem does go up because it's it's not the same. It's like okay, you know what? I got this. I can do this because of that. Yeah, I, I can even say that I felt. That's what I felt in the midst of that. Is like okay, so yeah, I can see that. Nah, I definitely have to bring light to those moments because those are the moments that get us through on this journey from failing to phenomenal when the big things aren't happening like like expound on that a little bit more like like when i i i was in my own journey and didn't have work you land a job that's a big thing but in the midst of that how i operated in that job and uh taking that job at goodwill as a donation attendant even though I have a degree in chemistry. I humbled myself to learn something and be of support to the people that I work with. And having that, having seen that me humbling myself in that way had impact, that was a small moment. You know what I'm saying? That kept me through because I had already had the big moment. Now I got to work. Right. I, was, I was there for two years. Ain't too much happened. It was, it was kind of, it was, uh, it was a struggle. I mean, I mean, it was the first job. It was seven twenty-five an hour, and I had already been out of work for, I mean, over a year. So you know, it's kind of like you feel like oh, you're yeah. up, kind of thing. Right. It's, it's and like, uh, it, it's, things still not adding up, but just in general, in life, because not even those on the journey for failing to phenomenal, but everybody's always looking for the next big thing, like the next big thing to happen. Like, oh, I got a new car. I got a new house. No, nah, we got to look at those small moments like, man, I really overcame that. Man, I didn't go off when I had that indicate, uh, uh, you know, confrontation with somebody. I didn't get into a fight. Um, 
you know, I went and, and paid off my debts or, or my warrants or whatever the case may be. These are wins that we can celebrate to add to that self-esteem and confidence. That's under the guise of execution. You are doing things toward your ultimate goal. There are goals at different levels and stages. All of them aren't the big bang. Some of them is just mundane, small, day-to-day stuff. Yep, did that, still on the right path. Or, because it could be the opposite. It's like, nah, I fell off today, hung out with the wrong people, did the wrong thing. Still on the right path. Nah. Well, st- I'm still on the well, path. I mean, ultimately. That, that's what you, I mean, right, ultimately. Right. That, but I'm just saying, if you're consistently doing it, like you are what you consistently do. A fall off is a fall off. But if you're consistently, just as I talked about our 12 week challenge, and I'm two weeks behind, but from from today, because I, I started today, in the next 70 days, I only need 30 days to finish one task. Right. And I got 70 left. There's right. no way I shouldn't finish that task. And I mean, I, I pushed myself. Perfect example, though. Uh, my example, my goals that I had, you said, was untangible. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I became one week behind mm-hmm. because I already had spent the week, no, two weeks, I'm sorry, two weeks behind because mm-hmm. I already spent the week on those goals as far as saying that this is what it was. When we came, you was like, but you know, those not really tangible, something more along the lines of the 12 weeks meeting was crazy. After that, I, I seen that it's a 12 to year thing because I Google, like, what do you do? And I call it as insignificant. We was talking yesterday. That's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It was the 12 of the year. I didn't know that that's where you was going. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we did have that discussion when I was talking about what I seen, like the gold plan was going to, that there are small increments to small short goals to lead you towards the big goal. So you you agree with that. And that's why you agree to it, because it is the 12 year. Oh yeah, twelve week year, and I fumbled it on the Monday night call. So twelve weeks equal a year. year. One week is a month, and one day is a week. And this (laughs) is how you create a sense of urgency around accomplishing your goals. Because if you miss one day, you technically miss a week. Week. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I proved. Worth the progress. Yeah. Right, just to work the progress because I'm I'm two weeks behind too. Yeah. Now we stated because I had messed up with not the information and the knowledge and the understanding, which is different than this printing situation that I have. I acted differently when it comes that that I had to go back and do some more research, not being prepared for that. We we discussed some stuff like that too when we was gone. Now y'all gotta be with us. I wanted to record that me we was gone together, man. This is what we do. Wait, wait, let me stop rabbit trailer. So when the week you told me that it wasn't tangible, then I had to go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. And now I believe I do have some three tangible ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I could definitely complete it way before it, but knowing that I got a lot of things on my plate, it's not a lot of pressure. You but get to plan just, it out. You get exactly. to plan it out. And your deadline is the 12 weeks. And, 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 tw- and my deadline is the 12 weeks. And then what you gave me today about the measurement part, as far as now, take the days down, take the weeks, take the amount of hours. How much can I spend on this when I can break it and all that? Because I do have that as far as time management, the the knowledge and understanding on how to break down that this is a certain amount of hours in a week. You do this much at work. You do this much at the gym. You do this much in church. You do this much when you eat. You do this much as far as going back and forth to work and such and that. So now you got this remaining time. What are you gonna do with it? And 
So with that, it's contrary. I'm also two weeks behind, but it also gives me that good frame to measurement as far as like getting these things done. And I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna work out well though, because oh, um, yeah, it's gonna be a win-win. Because right. ultimately, like I stated in the Monday night calls, man, this is the first time we even bringing out the twelve week challenge, the twelve week year, and it's about getting to know yourself and how you get in the way. Either if you either you can't plan well with strategies and tactics to execute, or fifty percent of the time it's your activities that you are or aren't doing that it's the execution. Right. Like I mean. Yeah, planning is a part of it, but that's not the only part of it. And people stay in their head too much and don't actually get out and do action. And simply, I when when you first brought up the whole resilience thing and we talked about it and you've gained information and I see you implementing it and it's working, but the only thing that I can really tell anybody to really overcome fear uh, uh, or resilience, you have to move. Like you have to either decipher between making the wrong or right decisions or the good or better decisions. You're not going to gain any clarity by standing your head and, and throwing your pity party or wishing and hoping things would be different. Life is how it is. You have to step out there. You, you have to do some things that you've never done before. It's very uncomfortable. It, uh, change is painful, but if you don't do nothing else, in the whole wide world, I say this, you go, you know what your life going to turn out. You can look at your family members and kind of basically say, yeah, if I don't do nothing else today, that's pretty much how I'm going to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to stay with, you know, stay with my mama or my cousins and right. live out my days or my children right. and live out my days. Or I can work on being the best version of myself because what you chase turns you into something right. so we're, we're, we're going to pursue things that bring out the best in us and and have a positive impact and influence on not only ourselves but those who have children friends family your community and and strive and walk into the unknown and experience life on a whole new level and create new opportunities create breakthroughs uh, create uh, better relationships, have better experiences. I mean, f- live, man. We, we we only have one life in the physical. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're going to waste it being scared. You, you're going to waste it being, woe is me. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to waste it beating yourself up. I wish I would. That's, that's, that's another thing you ain't no wish. Wish I would. Right. Yeah. That's good. And you know that that one piece that you stated right there. You know, I replay that in my head right now. What we chase is what we become. Mm-hmm. It, it it sounds so simple and so you know, but that thing right there just packs a lot of power. Oh, I mean, man. Yeah. When you really just hear it and just tell that to yourself, like. Because, like, the things that you're going after over and over is definitely shaping you into that. So it, it don't matter, like, whatever you're doing in order to conceive it or whatever you're doing to obtain it, and it's going to turn you into it. So that means if it's something that is meant for you, you know what I mean, it's going to turn you into something in that process 
And if it's something that is not meant for you, it's going to turn you into something in that process as well. Absolutely. And that's a great lead into me expounding on what I mean by being being the best version of yourself. What I mean by, by, by living life on your own terms. I'm talking about being your most authentic self. We are all gifted and talented in our own way. And it is meant to be used in a particular way, but you have to find out who you are and how to use it. You like, you know, we, we hear the phrases, what they say, uh, find something you love and you never work a day in your life. Now that doesn't mean you won't have a job. That doesn't mean you won't run a business. But when I do my Monday night calls, when I prepare for Monday, when I do my, my Bible study with you, when, 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 when we do this podcast, like, it's work, but it ain't work. Like, I find delight in sharing this information. Now, when it's time to go cut grass, that's work. <laughs> and I feel every bit of that. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and even in the midst of that, the joy I get out of it is that I, I still have some type of mentorship situation in that. And, and, right. and you know, just just being fueled by that but understanding i gotta do what i gotta do until i pass this teacher's exam and really get into another gift of mine which is that of teaching um so yeah now i ain't the best speaker in the world but i feel like i can find million and one ways to say one thing so you you'll you'll figure it out like you <laughs> like i know how to say things a million ways so majority of people would get it like, right. Be like, you understand that? Well, how about this? <laughs> right. Hey, that makes you a good speaker. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you have the veracity to be able to speak to different people in different forms of languages. Let's well, get when this I say right that, now. I mean like the eloquentness of the performance and the, the keynote of it. Like, when, when I talk, I'm just talking. Like, we just having conversations. I'm a stutter. I'm a stammer. I'm going to lose my thought. You know, it's not going to be as all concise and pulled together and clean like okay. a you know right. uh these big presenters that do it on the big right. stage man i'm a i'm a fumble through it but at the end of the day i'm gonna be like you, you get it you understand do i need to try another way i mean right. i will try do i need to give an example you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> because this is another thing too on, on my platforms and I'll, I'll do more of it but the point is i don't even mind sharing other people's content because i just want you to get the information I'm not saying I have to be the one you get it from. I want you to have it so that you can be out here living. Like, I mean, even where you are, even though you're not, you know, where you want to be and you're still, uh, you know, I, I consider it to be early in your, your own process, but you've kind of mastered or at least engaged with some of the critical obstacles that one has individually to be at a space where you can you can enjoy life for you know what i'm saying a little bit like you've done a lot of oh, things you talking about me personally yeah okay yeah yeah i mean just to be because that that was just bringing that example in because right I, I, I want everybody just to enjoy life like it comes with its challenges it has its struggles it is work but it is to be enjoyed we should not right. be miserable and and it's okay if we make mistakes there's an opportunity to um live again but you do have to do a work and i mean it's tough but like i wouldn't take that from from away from anybody who's willing to do the work and, and go through the fire because it is Cause it's really freeing when once you realize that and you come to the conclusion of that 
And you're right, even early on with it and and where I'm at with my journey and the things that I'm learning, the things that I'm being challenged with. I mean, it, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a lot. Um it's a lot that I thought I understood, but I no, I don't understand because there's there's really like a lot when it comes to it, but it's not heavy, you know, it's it's real light and it's free. And what it is, is I think that it's so much internal work that we're trying to do to perfect it on our own, that it just feels so heavy to trying to master it and get it done, is that we're missing an opportunity to actually do the work that is beneficial and helpful. Because we're exerting a lot of energy the wrong way to really i'm gonna say accomplish a goal that is really unaccomplished and i and i what say that there? when when i'm when i'm talking about there is like when an individual okay like you're saying if i have in my mind that because i'm a perfectionist that's why mm -hmm. i'm saying these things and i wasn't very grace i'm not graceful for my to myself but to others i am I, I'm, I'm i'm moving on a step further to become gracious but i keep my foot on my neck so with that being said it is very torturous and tormenting for me when i don't get things done right mm -hmm. and that's a big a heavy burden on a person it was a heavy burden on myself i'm gonna just speak on myself personally it's a very heavy burden on me myself as far as trying to make these things work out the way that i want it to work out the way that i see it fit right now and it has to be done other than that you'll lose lose that that's it and that's the work that i'm not i'm not allowing myself to go through things that i don't understand by experiencing it uh taking others insight as far as the different ways and approaches to handle this situation uh be graceful to myself even when i do mess up on things that i do know and understand by doing wrong and you know being able to, you know, just relieve myself of that type of pain and torture of trying to make things right every time, all the time, right down the straight, narrow lines. Mm -hmm. And that's just that personal work that we put on ourselves that is really life is not doing it because a part of life is a lesson and it's to be learned. And in order to do that, you have to make mistakes to learn it. You have to, you know, fail in order to do that. You have to take chances to step out there and see if it fits or if it doesn't fit. Outside of that, that, that's light work of doing that because it's not so much on you to try to get the results of that. You're kind of just learning as you're going and seeing what's fitting, then, you know, accepting the fact that it doesn't and then try something else or go and see what really does fit. You're learning yourself in that process. Other than that, you know, that's what I see. That makes sense? Oh, yeah, no. it was good. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, you got it. You got it. You brought it on home. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Uh, that perfectionist piece, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, for those of you out here struggle with perfectionism, or those of you who are like me and can't relate, um, I think that's where that morals, values, and principles come in heavy. It's like have a standard, and I mean, for those for you a perfectionist, it's like, first of all, if you're a perfectionist, 
you're doing probably way more than the average person anyway. So your standard, it should you should accept your best as your best, and that's it. Big best because we overachievers. Yeah, so, <laughs> not really gonna gonna be. Look, I ain't even gonna compare mine to yours because you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's like, but you know, accept your best as your best. But that's good that uh, you you ain't pushing that too much on other people, but. I mean, for those of you who who aren't even meeting a perfectionist mark, uh, you gotta set a standard. Like, and 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 your standard gotta be above average. Like, we gotta start shooting. We we got to start shooting high. You know what I'm saying? And and the high shooting high is for the challenge of it. It's for how far you can push yourself. Because if you never push yourself, you don't ever know how far you can go. And some of us don't have cheerleaders. Some of us don't have support. So you gotta do it for yourself. But along that road, if you keep going, you're going to meet somebody and you're going to meet a group or you can come join Fellington Phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we the group, we the family, we the support, you know, uh, information. Got a lot of avenues, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of information and resources, all, yeah. all kind of categories, yeah. If not, we're going to find somebody that got it for you. Exactly, exactly. You <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, look, that's all I had. Was there something else? Oh man, I forgot to start talk about uh the game when the first talk talk uh, intro the uh, women's NCAA game. NCAA game, the championship. That was a good game. You missed it. That's supposed to be jargon for the front end, but I missed it. But I still wanted to throw it out there. Take it out the end. <laughs> You can end with it, dude. Good game. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't get to see it. No, you missed a good one. I was trying to see if I had any notes. Did you okay. go somewhere and watch it yesterday? Uh, yeah, I ended up it going like to, you the, to the cigar bar after. I was at home, and they had me amped up, and I wasn't getting the energy that I wanted at home. So <laughs> they, they didn't know. <laughs> I'm making up. I'm like, what happened? Who played? I was like, look, if I gotta explain everything to you, then. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Somebody you ain't doing that. Nah, that's part of it. I, I did want to bring up that resilience piece, and I'm glad we was able to pick that apart with a, a recent experience that you had. Um, so yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. What you got? Oh, no, nah, we. All right, look, because you know how we get, man. We we go for. I mean, you had something. You had something. If not, you can hold. I always have something, whether or not if I use it or not. It's it all depending. Oh, you remember this book, don't you? The richest man in the world. So this this is one of my gold books. Yeah, it's only ninety pages, y'all. One of my early finds. Yeah. Man, this thing had a nugget in it, and it was crazy. I'm I'm only on page eleven, see. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, okay. I'm speak, yeah, I'm speaking about the there's several nuggets in here, yeah. but I'm speaking about the one nugget that I seen that technically opened up my eyes where it was being presented to me all the way from childhood. And I'm 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 gonna say childhood as far as business and illegally. So the man says, a part of all I earned was mine to keep. And with the phrase, 
he says the misconception is is that everything that people in mind everything that they're making is a part of theirs to keep but now nah, because you got bills you got all the things that you're going to pay and he says no nah, that's not it the concept is the standpoint to take a tenth of it for yourself to be able to keep in order to invest in yourself and, and furthermore but what i like about what he's saying and everything that he got that's additional to it is he says that basically when you when you're doing that okay you're a slave to the jury you're a slave to the clothes you're a slave to the food you're a slave to the job not trying to feel nobody but you are a slave to the job you're a slave to the government you're a slave to all all these forms of factors where they have established something as far as passive income some form of fashion of income where they built their company corporation whatever and having someone else work for it right the first time i was introduced to this concept but didn't understand the application of it was when i got into the streets and they says don't be a user of the product you sell but what you do don't get high off your own supply that's what it is so contrary to that we would be like all right if i sell cocaine i'm just not going to use cocaine but you pop pills and you smoke weed and you do any other type of drug so you might not be enslaved to your own drug to support that habit but you're still enslaved to someone that is supporting a habit mm -hmm. so you still to slave to it so then i took it to a deeper concept when i got incarcerated when you get incarcerated now we open up that mindset that you're enslaved modern day slavery though because you have now placed yourself in that position to work for somebody else like a dog and get paid nothing okay cool now when you come out here in the free world you get a job you work it you're still a slave for somebody else i chose not to invest in chick-fil-a i'm not even gonna blast the reasons why but i'm not definitely trying to be in a predicament where someone else is getting higher royalties than me working an excessive amount of work there i still feel like i'm just a higher paid slave so in my mind what the concept kind of teaches he says when you take and spend for yourself first before you spend for everyone else your money becomes your slave which then can have children that can be more slave. Like when we think about slave, uh, slavery time, when you see when they're born into slavery and so forth, that there are now products that are being used that shipped on to make more money, to more money to invest in it. I never looked at it in that small increment on how these things pay off into this fact when you're doing these things, the money is the same concept of how these jobs how those other things that we give our hard-earned money to becomes a slave to produce the income in order to generate over time to make the richest man in Babylon. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was good. And that was just uh, for the first read. And I'm glad I did have this goal. Look, my goal is small. We need one page a week, but I'm playing catch up right now. So since I'm playing catch up, I had to read a lot of it. But just getting that off of that one page right there, nugget, I think my one page 
or two pages a week for this uh 12 week goal is good man i'm getting something on there that i can expound because man that that was that was very fruitful to me to, to bring to my understanding as far as you know how these little small phrases that was being taught to us all these times was actually teaching us something in the long run we were just not seeing it from that perception yeah what you think about it sure man look that that probably that probably went a little too deep for me. I'd have missed it. <laughs> no wait, but no. Okay, read read the statement. Look, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a read the statement and then I'm a read the parts surrounding it. Okay. So you know, well, probably, okay, probably, I, I guess I missed the correlation. But go ahead. Right, probably because of my input on how it like fit. You gave your real life example. Okay, my yeah, real life yeah. example. Right. He said. So look. I found a road to the wealth when I decided that a part of all I earned was mine to keep. And so you will. Okay, I'm gonna go down a little bit for He says that was sufficient to change the heart of the sheep herder into the heart of the money lender, he replied. But all I earn is mine to keep. Is it not? I demanded. He says, far from it. He replied, Do you not pay the garment maker? Do you not pay the sander maker? Do you not pay for the things you eat? Can you live in Babylon without spending? What have you to show for your earnings of the past month? What for the past year? Food. You pay to everyone but yourself. You labor for others. As well be a slave and work for what your master gives you to eat and wear. If you did keep for yourself one tenth of your earn, how much would you have in 10 years? My mileage of the numbers did not forsake me, and I answer as much as I earn in one year. You speak but half the truth, he restored Every gold piece you save is a slave to work for you. Okay, okay, okay. That's so, what a correlation was. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make me pull out my book. I'm pretty sure I got to highlight it. Okay, so I know you got so, that so, highlighted. So, so the, the the general aspect of it was about saving because that that that, that that's the general aspect. Give give some practical uh, lessons in life. Like if you have no moral values or principles, I suggest you read the richest man in Babylon. It'll give you a ten by the end of the time you finish your book. Give you ten. At good least. At uh, least so that one is about saving but not only saving letting you know that money is a tool to work for you and if you don't keep any for yourself you are working for the money right and, and also for you exactly and also prioritizing yourself oh over yeah other things exactly well, <laughs> i mean that that's a whole another level it is all but it's still a still a more principle it i'll is. just say that it's just it just that one page because now I was just saying because just on the journey like I don't know I'm eventually I'm gonna get to a point where I can label each uh part of the journey you know what I'm saying I'm feeling phenomenal like I've been I've been researching this experiencing it my own and, and researching and having encounters with others but there is a part of it that probably won't eventually I'm not gonna label it right now but it's called the grind 
And that's where you kind of find your groove. You may find you a job or two jobs, or you may have a job and a hustle, and you're able to, to make your money. Like, it, it may not be as much as you want, but you're able to make ends meet. So once you transition out of that grind, where it's more of focus and vision and being more intentional with your time, I can definitely see how that principle plays a part because it's the difference between I don't have to stretch myself in the grind to make every dollar. I have, I have grinded and worked it out and bought some of my time back. So now I can invest in my true passion, my true gift or my family or other things that I value. Absolutely. Wait, let me say this. I'm going to tell you that real talk. In the specific fell into phenomenal journey, that grind is just as much physical as it is mental because you could be clearly out of the grind, like physically, but you still have mentally, you won't allow yourself to get into the next state to where you can put yourself first. Like, cause you just caught up in your head with that whole, and I hate that we've been using. You know what? I, I get that. Yeah, you're right. Because you've been so conditioned for so long to be in that mode. Once you're out of that mode, you fail to transition from that state into another one. It's like the experiment that they do on the rats by having electricity around them. Mm-hmm. Once they take the electricity gate around from them, they so fearful of every time that they touch that that gate that it electrocuted them that they won't even go outside the boundary and now that they're actually free. Yeah. I ultimately just described surviving versus thriving. Like that that getting out of the grind is is the thrive. Like you become more intentional. You have more peace. You no longer have to overexert yourself to meet what you- Wait a minute. Yeah. So the survival is the grind. Yes. Yes. Yes, the hustle, the grind. What they sell us in society is nothing but survival mode, baby. You're not living. Yeah. That's good. They sell us. Hey, I kind of figured figured that in a sense that because you just got to keep pumping and come pumping and pumping and pumping and going. You got to sacrifice your time, your sleep, your everything in order to get it, to get it and get it. But then it's just like that tiresome and that burden that's on you. Is weighing down. It wants you to get. It, you are feeling. Uh oh. You're feeling like getting. <laughs> no, for real. I gotta pay. It hurts. But uh, you have that that you feeling of getting out of, in that thriving mode. But I I never seen it in the. Okay, that makes total sense. And now what you're saying though is after you didn't grind so hard for it when it's time to make that transition you uh, might move out of it physically but then you're still putting so much time in the in the still in the survivor mode while you're in thriving physically putting so much time and everything when you really should be appropriating it somewhere else because now it's a different season is that what well, you're saying yeah that's one version but more so that's one version I, and i want to hold that to, as to be true but another thing i was thinking of is staying uh-oh Look, we got to call 911? What you doing? No, you ain't got to call 911. Okay. I probably just need My a point is staying in the grind mode because you won't allow your mind to move to the thrive. Like, 
Yeah, it, yeah, that is actually okay. Yeah, okay, okay, you know okay, okay. Some people so, stay in the grind longer because, or, or put it to you like this, and this is the only way that I can really just find a, an example. And it's kind of poor, poor example because I don't want to come off as an ageist or nothing like that. But it's like somebody who's getting out of out of prison and they're they're a senior citizen, like 60, 65. I don't know what your financial situation is, but say you do have to work. You don't have that many grind years. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to even force yourself to be in that mode and not allow yourself to enjoy other facets of life, you're missing out on living. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like right. thriving come that 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 transition from survival to thrive comes in many forms and stages depending on who we are and what we need. But we also have to be honest with ourselves with where we are. You know what I'm saying? So if you know that person gets getting out of prison, being an older person, they have to spend out their they time in a group home. Okay, that well, that means they don't have to work that many hours and they can enjoy other aspects of life. There's no need for you to commit overly commit to a grind and and have your mind set on that to where you don't even allow yourself physically to have to have a life. Okay, I got you. Right. Right. So that's just my aspect. Like, one, that self-awareness piece is so important, which I help people identify, you know what I'm saying, that 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 uh, that self-awareness. I, I, I can help you with that. But it's like, there's a trigger. The more you know yourself and the more you apply these things and establish uh morals values vision for yourself there's something that happens and your body will let you know when it's time to move on when you when when you when you made the transition from survive to thrive either 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 whichever trigger it, it depends on who you are like for me it was it was it was my body right. for somebody else it might be their mind for somebody else it may be their heart but you have to have these spaces and places cleared and tried and true. So heart probably was last. I don't know if anybody could follow their heart because they're going right. to all kind of crazy stuff. But, I think, right. I think, I think mine would be my mind. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, because I, I think mine would be my mind with your trigger there and it'd be like that. And it, it's more than likely because of the way I'm observative right. and how I analyze certain things. So I was like, but you know what? And doing those numbers, I, I can see this here, and I, and I think I'll be okay. I think it's just that time. Exactly. So let me bring it home when I say your your mind and your body might tell you. So for me, when I went from survival mode to thrive mode, my body told me because I did a lot of resting. But in that resting, I was thinking, I was like, should I go to work? Do I need to go to work? Let me look at my bills. Oh, I got enough money. I don't need to put do that. Okay, so yeah. I would only be doing that for the money. Is that who I am? And my money? No. So let me continue to rest. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how you talk to yourself. Cause if if I don't have that conversation and I just go after the job or the gig just because I can, I'm forcing myself to stay in grind mode and mm. missing opportunities. Right. To just live life to rest. Right. You know, rest, have time, be around my family, be available for family gatherings. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? 
like it's a lot of things that happened over that course of time when I was in in, in rest mode. Mm-hmm. So, and now being on the other side, in in, in a thriving space, um, I now manage my own time. So now I specifically, strategically plan out when and where and I need to work because I know how much it costs for me to pay my bills. And if right. I pay extra, I can do that too. But at the end of the day, I, it no longer consumes all of my time and energy, only on the yeah. basis that I value other things. But right. Another deal. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other. The key phrase is, the key word is that you value. Yeah. So it's definitely things that it's according to you and what you want and how, yeah. You personalize it, man. Mm-hmm. You personalize it. So Your it's that you being the CEO. Huh? Your presence is personalized. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm new with the presence thing. So. Huh? No, I'm saying like. You mean like being, being present here. or? Being here is personalized. Okay. The yeah. uniqueness in you as an individual. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Talking about here on earth, dude. Yes. Right. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. It's definitely personalized. So it, it that's a good point to say that. So it's definitely important for you to get there and to be present. Man, how well, did you even come up? Because scientifically, it's like a one in four billion chance for your parents to be born when they was born, for them to meet when they meet, for them to do what they did, and for you to be the one that come out. All that is a one in four billion, I think, maybe a trillion chance. Like, you're a one in chance of being here, bro. Act like it. That's significant. Hey, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That, that right there shows you that you're important. You said, you matter. <laughs> you matter. We need you out here in these streets, huh? Do the right thing and show up in your most authentic self. Exactly. Not right, to be right. out here taking up space and causing trouble. Nah, we don't, we don't need that right there. Bro. We got another space for you. They keep the light on for you. Yeah, man. We got people <laughs> out of there, man. <laughs> we tried to, but they got Amen. they got to receive and take this information and motivation that you give it. Amen. They, yeah, they ain't. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, nah. That's that's it, man. Yeah, we can wrap this thing up, man. Till next time. I hope y'all learned something, beautiful people. Uh stay productive, impactful, and um what I said, be critical thinkers. I still working that. I forgot what I said. I need to go back and watch the other one. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, I, I, that's good, I don't man. remember what you say. You be hey, you be having some fresh ones every time. I was hey, like, no, just I yeah, you know. I be trying. I was just trying to keep it funny, fluffy. But uh, yeah, we out of here. See y'all next time.